you leap through the portal into another world. You see a man, a big man, strong, large, broad-shouldered, full beard, walking along a forested path. He's walking towards a floating point of light that's dancing in front of his eyes. And then suddenly you are in him. You're in this man. You're in his head. You're behind his eyes and you can hear the sounds of the night. Birds, insects. You can feel the layers of dead plant matter crunching under your feet as you take step after step towards this light. You smell ferns. You smell fresh turned dirt. This is you now. The light resolves itself in your eyes. It's a little creature with delicate wings fluttering, and it keeps just out of your reach, beckoning you on. Ahead of you is a dig site, a big space that has been cleared out from a sloping hill. And even in the dim light, you can see revealed a great face in that hillside, an enormous face that flashes green and looks like a devil with a circular mouth, a dark, open mouth. The little flying fairy beckons for you. It beckons and it approaches the great green devil face and disappears into its mouth and then as if awaking from a dream your eyes can see the sign lying knocked over on the ground beside you beware tomb of horrors oh bugger dungeon leaf the Leap of Horrors To remember who you are, you must become someone new. But if you fail to play the part, the end will come for you. Now, Leap! So, welcome back to Dungeon Leap. This is story two in the new Diceratops campaign. I am Morg the DM, and I am joined as always by the player of our leaping character, it's Stephen Youngblood. Hello, Steve. Hello. How are you going? I am really good. Thank you. Really good. So now, good. How are you? How are you, Morg? Oh, um, I am I'm looking pretty well. excited to get into things today. I've been enjoying some. Uh, preparation time with the two people we're going to talk to in just a second and i'm i'm rearing to go to see what's what's about to happen and what is about to engulf you Stephen, as as leap in the forest um comes face to face with what he's come face to face with right like now the so term engulf that is a useful yeah. med, uh, descriptor good isn't it it's good so uh the way this works of course is that you don't know anything of what lies ahead and you also don't know anything of what lies behind um you don't even have a character sheet for the man in the forest that you are playing we'll reveal bits and pieces to you as we go um soon you will meet 
two other characters. And we're going to meet those players now. First of all, it's uh, Tom Adams. Tom, hello. How are you? I'm very good, Morg. I'm not looking well, but you are. <laughs> oh, my God. It's Tom Adams. It's me, yeah. Tom Adams. The Tom Adams from Twitter. From... Oh, <laughs> let's not go there. It's not just Tom Adams. We are also uh, lucky to have with us the amazing Brad Zimmerman, a longtime friend of Doceratops. Welcome, Brad. How are you? It me. Uh, good. Yeah. Yay. I'm here. I enjoy this. Friend oh, of the show, man. Brad Zimmerman. Oh. I speak <laughs> normally like humans do. <laughs> that is exactly what I, th- what, I, what I hear, a very human voice when you're talking. This is <laughs> nailing it, Brad. Yeah, you sound very human-like to me right now, and I'm hoping that you'll be able to continue that throughout the coming episode. Um, so Tom and Brad and I have been working some bits out. They know some of the situation that's under a, under underfoot right now. Um, they know a little bit of what's going on around you, uh, Stephen, but when it comes to what's coming, they are as in the dark as you are. So we're all going to find out together how things are going to come together. How are we going? Are we ready? Yes, yes. Ready. Okay. <laughs> I'll edit all those together into an enthusiastic uh, simultaneous response. So it just sounds fantastic on the day. <laughs> um, and then we're going to dungeon some dragons. We are in the forest. We're in the forest with leap in the body of this big burly man staring up at a great green devil mouth in the side of a hill um Stephen, as leap as the uh new arrival in this place you've just come from somewhere else it seems a long time ago already because time is a little bit funny when you're leaping through these portals um what is your immediate reaction what are your thoughts as you take in the situation that you are in well, um, as with the last one, quite disconcerting, um, changing bodies and so on. I think Leap still moves or feels like he's in the body of um, his last, um, his last, his last, what was his name? Dominic? Google. Google. Google Black. Um, and so he feels like he's, it should be smaller and, and more lithe and nimble. Um, and so uh feels like his legs and his body is heavier and slower um which uh doesn't quite feel right but um at the same time the more he tries to i think the more he tries to think about the last adventure he had it does it doesn't really come through that well uh, so it's 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 he, he can tell you sort of the broad strokes probably or at least but but the details are quite fuzzy in the and the and the Faces seem to be blurring. I think is that that view. So he's uh, there's there's a bit of adjustment um, into this new body. Uh, he's looking around. It's night time. Uh, when he left, it was a cave, so it was still quite dark. But uh, there's just a lot. He's just. I think his feeling is overall well. Okay. It's like this <laughs> now, is happening. In your hand, as Dougal Black, there was a. Um... Uh, short sword i believe as this character you also have something in your hand it um feels like relatively about the same weight only it's actually a lot bigger because you're a bit stronger here um Mm. you're carrying a big shovel and um 
Yeah, that that big shovel has been uh, at your side as you've been walking through this this forest, and um, you're looking up at these piles of dirt that have been have been uh, moved out of the way to reveal this enormous face. There's no sign of that little glowing light that you saw before. Uh, but as you are kind of taking stock of the situation, you do hear something. You hear the sounds of uh, people moving through the uh, undergrowth along the forest path behind you, approaching. Maybe those um, two people would be, would be saying something, do you think, uh, to approaching people? Uh, Dumb either. Jim! Dumb Jim! Dumb Jim. Dumb Jim. Wait, Where'd is Dumb go? his first name? Is Dumb his first name? I always, I've never yeah. thought to ask. Yeah, no, it's Dumb Jim. Like, All he's right. Dumb. That's his first name, Dumb. And then Jim. Oh, of course. Name. He's from the Jim yeah. family. From the gyms. Yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> you know, you always forget a gym, but you never forget a dumb. All right. Uh, dumb Jim. Hey, look, there he is. And, dumb Jim. Uh, and... Dumb Jim. Yeah. Yep, um, that's exactly what he normally says. Uh, <laughs> great. But God, he only knows how to well, say his name. I think this oh. might be that time that we convinced him that he was an echo. Uh, so we'll, we'll keep trying. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. That was a good prank. <laughs> hey, oh, coming, coming out of the darkness, you can see these, these two, um, two figures, two men who are um, approaching. Um, oh, oh I'm, I must be dumb, Jim. Um. Uh, there he is, muttering to himself again like a big dumb idiot that he normally is. <laughs> what are you right. doing? What are you doing by the devil mouth? The, the, the mayor said not to go in here. Dumb Jim, we told you you can't kiss the devil mouth. It will not reciprocate, and that's pretty inappropriate. You can't get consent from a dead devil mouth. Even uh, I know that. It points at the shovel, and then in the mouth and says, Ah, the the light went into the hole. Light, I was following the light. That's right, Jim, that's and... called the sunset. <laughs> and it's not a hole, it's the horizon. Yeah, you tell him, Dutta, bro. Ooh. Uh, you got it, Brosif. Must be pretty dumb. Um, no, I was following a light in the forest, and the light went, went out, and it got very dark, and the light went into the hole, that hole there. Pointing That's like a the, lot more words than you normally use. Are you okay? Yeah. I'm, I'm not normal. I'm not used to this many syllables coming out of that mouth there, dumb Jim. Sorry, dumb. Mr. Dumb? Jim? Uh, yeah, Jim? Is... <laughs> Why do you keep calling me Dumb Jim? That's your name. Or Dumb Jim, dubbed Dumb Jim by everyone in the village of Chicken. Right. Hey, speaking of yep. Chicken, why don't we go back for the party? Sorry, I must be confused because of the light and the forest. There's a party? Are we going to the party now? Is that where we're going? Is that in the forest? Is the party in the forest? Sorry, party forest now. Well, I guess technically, Jim, the party is everywhere that we go as the party boys of chicken. Uh, party boys in the morning with Dada uh, Bro and Brosurf, yeah. Uh, but no, no, the uh, the party is actually back in the village. So, um, yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, shall we go back to the village? Or why don't we check out this uh, tomb? 
Or like, Two? I totally want to, but like the mayor said, like we shouldn't. And like my my shield has like this scratch. See, like see here on my shield, there's like a scratch, and I gotta get that looked at before I go into like a dungeon. Is right, and uh, I've got a job to do in the morning uh, with the morning story. Uh, so, no, no. Jim, Jim, before we do anything, uh, we need to get uh, all of our odds and ends in order. Um, and uh, you need to take that uh, shovel and, you know, do what you normally do with it. Yes. Which is? Um, Come on, Jim, we've been over this. And I just start digging a hole where I'm standing. <laughs> no, um, Jim, not directly under your feet. <laughs> dig up. Oh, I'll move, clo- oh, sorry, move closer to um, uh, the one talking just now, uh, the uh, half-orc. I mean, I'm, what I'm seeing in front of me, I'm trying to take this all in, right? So Leap's looking around, he sees um, the forest, he's got a shovel, and he sees these two guys who clearly know who he is. One's a half-orc, a bit greasy-looking, um, but... Yeah, as, clearly... as you're taking them in, maybe maybe we can interrupt you for a second and, and you can say a few words, Tom, about um, Dudabro, the half-orc. Uh, it's pronounced, sorry, it's pronounced Dadabro. And uh, Dadabro yeah. is a half orc. He's quite tall. He's got kind of um, tealy colored skin. Uh, he's not, you know, he's not, he looks like a well manicured uh, half orc. Um, the half human side of him is probably the manicured part, and the orc is everything else. Uh, not so much greased here as just chicken fat and lots of it to make him seem just a little bit taller, but also slick, like the sound waves that come out of his mouth. Fantastic. And uh, alongside Dadabro, there is um, Brosif, played by Brad. Brad, do you want to say a few words about uh, how Brosif comes across? Uh, yeah, so Brosif is, he's a human, uh, and he's very much what you imagine a very stereotypical, uh, like, douchey frat bro in, in like, an American movie. Um, he's got short blonde hair that's spiked up with some kind of product. He's got very orangey, fake tan skin, um, and he's got like stud- studded leather armor that kind of looks like a polo shirt with, a popped with, collar. Collar, with like a popped collar. Yeah, yes. and he's got like a really big arms and torso, like a Disney hero for like like uh, Gaston or something. Gaston, yeah. Um, but with very like very minimal legs, like he obviously uh, does not <laughs> partake in leg day in his workouts. Um, so he's quite lopsided, but he's he's very obviously top heavy and and strong. And he's got a he's got a red cup um, attached to his belt. <laughs> Excellent! Oh wow, what an adventure! Awesome. Um, starts walking towards uh, Leap, Leap walks towards Dudbro and starts digging near him. Like this, this is where we dig. Uh, not there specifically, uh, Jim. Uh, you know we've we've been over this. Uh, you don't you you bury people. Uh, after they've died, I bury people. Right, gotcha. I bury people. No, 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 Jim. No, 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 no. Sorry, this was just explaining to you what we do with bodies. Uh, no, you, you are banned from burying people. Uh, we've had an entire discussion about this. You went through and tried to bury an entire church, and we had to stop you. But you were very good. That ruined the spring festival, and uh, really upset oh. a couple of our gods. I think. I see. Probably the cause of that giant green mouth over there is, uh, and you know, no one's saying it was you, but we all kind of think it, Dumb Jim. That's probably why it rains upwards sometimes, too. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Cam, 
Cam. No, no, no. Dada bro. Cam? He's Dada bro. He's famous. There is no sign, I'm afraid, leap of the mysterious Cam who um, said that he would see you soon. He's not here yet. So I'm in charge. Am I in charge? Oh, oh, I'm the leader of your of our gang. No, 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 you're Dumb Jim. You're barely in charge charge of you. Who's in charge? The mayor. All right. A voice cuts through a woman's voice and says, "I'm in charge." There is a flare of light, flickering fire illuminating the face of a woman. She's very athletic. She is. Um, a bit, uh, she's, she's, she's wearing the clothes of a experienced adventurer. She looks kind of similar as she steps closer to Brosif, similar height, similar face, facial structure. Some of the features are about the same, although her attitude is much more serious and her eyes are flashing with fury. You three... Are not supposed to be here. You know you're not supposed to be here. What the hell are you doing? We got it under control, sis. God, we're getting Dom Jim. We're gonna take him back to to chicken for the party. It's not very complicated. We have uncovered a special tomb. Now we leave it alone. You understand? It's not that complicated. With all due respect, Ned, uh, but I did need to come up here as the town crier to write this in my di- in my diary, uh, my journal. Um, you know, because I have journalist's privilege in this particular case, and so There's I've got no a journalist pass. Journalist's privilege. Look, just I I knew that the three of you would cause some trouble. I knew that you just couldn't let this evening, just one evening, can one evening go right without you three making a giant hash of it? Please get back to the village, smile at people, drink enough alcohol that you fall asleep happily and don't cause any more problems. Please, can you do that? I'm dumb Jim, and I'm here yes, to help. Yes, I know you are, Jim. Come on. With all due respect, go, start but, uh, walking. I'm going to follow you. We were going to go in there. Uh, I was hoping for an interview with the mouth and maybe with you a little bit later on, if you'd be interested. What well, an interview in my the morning, mouth? sure. In the morning, sure. You're not going to go anywhere near that mouth. Okay? Look. Hey, all three of you, look at me. Look at my eyes. This is a tomb of horrors. You're a tomb of horrors. created these all around the world across many planes. This is a death trap. If you go in there, you will die. You know what is a tomb of horrors? Go in there. What the what? potholes? Sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm in a bit of a, a bit of a tear at the moment. Uh, I've just been promoted to town prior, where I was just town whisperer. So um, you know, I'm just getting my licks in there. Well, congratulations. And and he gives her a, he gives her a smouldering wink. <laughs> what about the little light? The little light that went into the tomb. I'm going to go get it. What little light? A little light wanted me to follow it into the tomb. 
No, you're not going into the tomb. None of you are going into the tomb. There is a giant party happening in my honor, and I should be there being celebrated. Congratulations. Instead, I'm out here messing around with you three. Can you just get back to the village right now? Holds up a shovel. I can dig it. Do with a drink. You, <clears throat> sorry, Ned. Uh, just one quick uh, previous interview question. Uh, where did you become such a bitch? Hey, that's not okay. No, that's uh, journalist's privilege. Thank you very much. I ask the hard questions. Whack him over the head with a shovel. Not too hard. Just Athletics? <laughs> like a frat boy style. <laughs> just a donk. Oi. Thank you, Jim. Come on, get walking. Well, I was going to say, I roll a dex check <laughs> to dodge, <laughs> and I get a yep. 20. <laughs> so uh, it, it just slides off of his hair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just, like, in, in a sulk, in a very childlike, tantrumy sulk, just yep. storm off through the forest back towards the town, mumbling to myself. That stupid sister thinks she's the boss of me. I'll show her who's the boss. I'll, I'll talk, I'll, I'll um, say to the sister, so, you know my name. Is it Dumb Jim? Yep. Huh. Everyone calls you that, Jim. Kind of would have thought it would have been Doug because of the shovel. It's good. Because of the shovel. No, but there was that time where you ate all those rabbits and we called you Warren for about two weeks. Why? We don't know. Uh, we think you killed a guy called Warren and ate him. Look at all of this. It's terrible. Jim, what are you saying? What are you going to cut? You've got a shovel. That's a bludgeoning instrument. <laughs> It's all staying in, I'm afraid, Stephen. <laughs> Excellent. Now I know where the bar is. I will keep sinking it down. <laughs> ah, brilliant. Well, um, yeah, you keep walking, and um, as, we're heading back to as, the town. Uh, Brosif, uh reminds you of times that uh, you have apparently eaten way too many rabbits. Um, uh, Natalie. <laughs> Natalie says, "Well." It, wouldn't be the first time you ate the wrong thing. Would it be, Jim? And gives you a significant look. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's sort of Probably laugh not. awkwardly. But... He's talking about the Medusa's snakes that you sucked off the head of that uh, trophy she brought back a couple of years ago. We're all very glad you didn't turn to stone. I assume that's what you're talking about, Natalie. Sorry if I've got it wrong. I, actually, that that incident did slip my mind, and we we never really confirmed that it was Jim that ate those. Was it you, Jim, that ate the Medusa snakes? I mean, sounds like something I would do. We told him they were noodles. <laughs> I'm talking about the little fairy, Jim. Ah. But, you know, you haven't let that hold you back. I no, respect I, you for that. It's, I ate a little fairy. Absolutely. And I saw one tonight. Maybe the know? same fairy. Maybe not. Probably not if I ate her. 
him. Not sure. Definitely wanted me to go into that tunnel. Sorry. Tomb. Don't worry, we'll go when my stupid sister's not around. Jeez, um, you get the feeling that Natalie's kind of stopped listening to you, Jim, as you're talking about seeing the little fairy going into the tunnel because you're close enough now to the, the village um, that she's looking through the trees to see uh, the burning bonfire and people that are happily chatting and talking and singing around it. And um, she's quickening her step and uh, she glances over her shoulder. All right, no more trouble from you three. It's time for me to go and enjoy myself for once. And she pats you on the shoulder, Jim. Hasn't, hasn't listened to any of those last things that you were saying or that uh, um, you said, uh, Brosif. And um, she makes a beeline for the center of the crowd where you see immediately that she breaks the firelight. People turn and look at her and their faces go big and people start cheering and gather around her to tap her on the shoulder and ask her questions. She's the celebrated center of attention. It's, a, it's, it's clearly a big deal for the people in this village. Um, everyone, everyone just loves her. So you, Jim, you come to a stop on the edge of the firelight alongside Brosif and Dada bro, um, I'll hand over to the three of you to have whatever conversation you want to have here. Yeah, and I will just add that the the ground of this village is just littered with an ocean of chickens. Like, <laughs> there's an uncomfortable amount of chickens in this village. It seems, <clears throat> yeah, they're alive. Oh, okay. Yeah, it'd be weird having lots and lots of dead chickens on the ground. Well, it is a big party. I just wasn't sure if it was like a. So like, you have to like Fried step chicken over chickens everywhere yeah. you go. It it feels like somewhere it, it's like someone spilled a bucket of chickens, uh, but the chickens were alive <laughs> and and the, it was a giant bucket. <laughs> yeah, people are, seem to be very practiced at stepping over the chickens and stepping around them. And even you find Jim that you you have good instincts for not standing on a chicken as you approach the village. So we. Going into that tomb, right? Yeah, I mean, you want to, and I like want to, but like, I gotta get like my shield fixed or something, whatever my excuse was before. Right. Yes, your shield fixed. Let me look. I grab it. Oh, look, here it is. I see what the problem is, and I hit him over the head with it. <laughs> it's all better. See? Do I have to roll something? <laughs> I, I, you no. Make a dexterity roll <laughs> the same way that Tom did. Okay, like a gentle say. nudge, but, but I don't know my own strength, to be fair. I feel, like, I feel like we're kind of used to Jim being just a little bit of a loose unit, especially with the, like, he does a lot of that kind of Three Stooges thing of, like, you know, swinging himself <laughs> around with his, his shovel, so we have to do lots of ducking and, like, you know. I think all that's yeah. fair. I got a 13 dex save. Um, I, I think I'd that, say that saves. Yeah, I think that's kind of a. Um, you're you're very used to dodging physical danger coming from Jim's um, body in various forms. So Plus, I think you were elegant. Know where my that. arms end and start at the moment. Yeah. Oh, dude, what are you doing? Shield's fixed now. See. And like the scratch has got is rubbed off from the, the gel in the hair and it's sort of it's, it's like a wax treatment. It's covered oh, the scratch. You're like a miracle worker or something, Jim. That fairy gave you some pretty awesome powers. 
Nice. So tomorrow, tonight, what are we doing? Well, here's the thing. If I don't do my uh, wonderful morning story, uh, people will begin to suspect something. Um, and so I need to do my shift at the old um, station, uh, that box over there. And uh, yeah, um, after that, though, I don't think anyone will miss us for at least another 24 hours. Okay, That's great. That's time. So it's been fun meeting you guys, uh, hanging with you guys. Uh, I'm going to go circle around the party and... Uh, um, we have known each other your entire childhood. Why do you keep saying every time it's nice to meet us? Every time, Jim. Because it's nice. It's nice. It's nice to meet you, other bro. Brosif. I, I, <laughs> uh, I mean most of that. Great. A heartwarming sentiment from a heartwarming individual. Uh, Learight, back to you, Brosif. All right, let's go drunk. Let's drink until my voice goes up three more octaves. <laughs> All right, Brosif and Dadabro, um, you uh, join, join the party where there is much celebratory beverage provision to look after all of your needs in that department. Um, let's stay on the, on the edge with uh, Jim, with Leap. Um, you said that you were interested in, in mingling. Is that something that you actually you want to do? Or what's what's your uh, what's your move uh, right well, now? Well, I mean, he's, I think he's feeling a little bit quite lost and out of place. Um, like, what am I supposed to be doing? Uh, probably not, you know, everything's telling me. In the last adventure, everything was pushing me to an objective. And I was going along with mm -hmm. the ride. I remember that. Like, it's a very clear purpose this time. It feels like. Everything's pushing me away, and I'm just not sure what to do. So maybe I ride with it. Maybe I push against it. Maybe I just wander around and find out where the nearest town is that isn't named after a barnyard animal. Um, well, the next town over is called Cow. <laughs> after that is Mule. And then... <laughs> And then, oddly enough, there's Tadakan to the north. <laughs> um, I think I think sort of um, late just sort of goes to a little bit of the corner of the party and turns away from his back to the crowd and says, "Cam, Cam." Right? Coming out of the shadows, nothing is. Uh, yeah, no, there's a figure, a um, yellow-shirted figure with a that luxurious moustache. Oh, so that works. Oh, cool. I, I, I wasn't sure. Well, hey there. Just turned up. Hi. Uh, I'm here often, I guess. Your name's Jiminy. Somewhat better than dumb Jim, I guess. Town's called Chicken. So, so how, do you, how do you know all of this stuff? Are you like some kind of ghost? Some kind of god? Are you a who really likes chicken do you just want to mess with me what's the what's the deal well what am i doing here and why do i have the shovel and these guys i'm with they're my friends but what the hell and what am i doing here you're asking the kind of questions that i'm interested in finding out for myself see the thing about you is you come dislodged from your normal state of being you're a unique character right now bouncing from place to place you caught my eye all right and I'm pleased that I've managed to track you down over here. Might not always be able to do that. I see. 
So you don't know what's going on either, really. Nope, but I'm pretty keen to find out. Do you uh, remember anything before that business in the caves and tunnels? Uh, just a lot of haze and uh, there's nothing really. Um, but here, saw a fairy. I'm Dumb Jim. Jiminy, cool, good to know. Not just named Dumb Jim. Cool parents. Uh, Tomb of Horrors, though. Sounds like something I really want to hang out in. Um, Ooh, Tomb of Horrors. Not to be messed with lightly, that's for Ooh, sure. So we're agreed then. Um, have some, I'll make, have a couple of drinks, make some friends. Maybe, maybe there's a... I don't know, like a dispute between two neighbors that need settling, and I'm just out of here. I assume that's how it works. Good. I'm glad. Nice to see you. Can anyone else see you? What's going on? No, just me. So and I can see that you've got a big old chunk of your memories trapped inside that body of yours. Something. You can see them? Somehow, you're going to find a way to loosen it up. See. Or maybe break it apart. You can see my memories. I'm not quite sure. Oh, you just tell me. Tell me who I am, what I'm doing here, how to get home. Oh, I can't do that. I, I can't perceive that. All I can tell is that a little bit of your self is locked inside that body you're in right now. And if you play your cards right, it'll pop out just like an old splinter. And you can claim it for yourself. Right. So you know... So you got to play those cards right first. You seem to know a bit about how this all works. It's not about... That's just what I can see. Uh, that's, that's, that's my perceptions right now. we got good kinds of sight for situations like this. Maybe... Uh, I'm just being a little bit out of phase from the ordinary world myself. Got it. Maybe you need to try rolling again and seeing if you get a better result. You know what I mean? Well, what I do know is that I can't stick around any longer than this right now. Oh, great. Nothing summoned me here. I came under my own power, and it's pretty limited. I'll try and communicate with you again before too long. Hope you figure out what you need to do. Talk soon, friend. Uh, uh right, okay. Uh, bye. Cool. He's gone. Um, so you hear, think fast! And then this, like, cup of drink just flies into your, like, right by your face. <laughs> I just collect it with my face. <laughs> and you hear, oh, dumb Jim, you really are a unique character in this village. Wait, you just told me to think fast, but you know my name is Dumb Jim. What makes it funny? You can't. <laughs> and it's really often the only way we can stop you from talking to bushes like you were just then. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, um... Yep. Oh, Joe, I was no, looking Jim, for interesting people to talk to, so... Time, time just doesn't pause when you go into a non-diegetical monologue. Uh, just kind of keeps going. We have to watch. It's a little bit disturbing. Like the seventh or eighth time you've done that? I have to call you President Bush. <laughs> <laughs> so... Who do we talk to? What are we doing? Have we made new friends? Hey, boys. Another um, woman has appeared alongside you. She's, uh, she's notably tall. She's, like, she's taller Another even than uh, woman. 
than you and uh, Dudabro. And um, she's got long, long hair that runs a long way down her back. Uh, and she just kind of slumps her shoulders and says, Dudabro, I understand you've just been promoted to cryer in the morning That's shift. That's right. I hope you're not going to make a giant mess of it. Well, congratulations. Thank you very much, uh, Dum Jim. And uh, you know what? Uh, Jen? That's your name, isn't it? Jen? <clears throat> you know my name is Jen. No, no, no. <clears throat> but what's your uh, crier name? Jen in the evening. Jen in the evening, and I'm Dudders in the morning. That's I'm right. here too. No one wants to talk to you, Brosef. Uh No, actually, Brosef will be my first interview in the morning. Uh, then it'll be uh, Net, and then Dumb Jim, who's going to give us probably the most incredible story of his life. Dumb Jim has an announcement that will blow away everyone in this village more than the dragon that arrived seven years ago and wiped out most of our families. What are you talking about? What, are you talking what, about? Announcement? what announcement? Dumb Jim. Me? Dumb Jim? Dumb Jim has... Dumb Jim is tired of being Dumb Jim. Dumb Jim, and sorry if I'm speaking for you here, Dumb Jim, but literally that's all anyone can ever do for you. Dumb Jim is going to evolve. He's going to become someone else. Dumb Jim, next year, in fact, no, tomorrow, will be Hero Jim. Take it away, Jim. Uh, what he said. All right, we'll see you in the morning. <laughs> Hero Jim. This I've got to hear. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to get up extra early so I can listen to you. Don't drink too I... much. Uh, the night before a big show. <laughs> I'm going to pass out just over there. <laughs> and I'm going to pass out on top of him, but not in a weird way. In a friendly, I'm just trying to conserve his heat with his small, meaty body. <laughs> Yeah, I just go and slump over a bench. Uh, Dumb Jim looks around and I sort of shrugs her shoulders and just, I guess, half-heartedly says, Dumb Jim? (laughs) Assuming that's what he would say at this time, we've got no idea. (laughs) Uh, Brilliant. I feel like I want to cut to the the show in the morning. (laughs) Um. We can fill in any details as we need later on about what is what has transpired in the intervening time. So um, let us uh, set the scene for the morning show. Um, I'm going to ask Tom to to give us a, a visual of of what we're looking at here. Dadabro is standing on top of a of a box, um, and Brosev is standing on uh, on the box as well. But just kind of like they're kind of like hanging kind of on each other, but they managed to balance each other's weight out quite nicely, so that they've um, you know they're looking quite a little bit more balanced. And uh, and he's he's there. He's wearing exactly what he wore um, the night before, except that now he's wearing um, his tun- uh, his his shirt has ripped sleeves because he walked through the bush and ripped his sleeves off somehow. Um, uh, just because he, he failed his nature check. Um, and uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, he's the leaning there. Um, I th- I'm not sure if Brosif is awake. I think um, Dadabro just kind of grabbed him as a counterweight. Um, Brad? <laughs> yeah, Bro- Brosif is in like that half state of ambulatory, 
but not really conscious. And, and so you hear, it's Dudders in the morning with... And he reaches out with his hand and moves Bruce's mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Good morning, folks of chicken. I hope you weren't too chicken to listen. And we don't know where the why is, but why... Because it's the morning, and we're going to be telling you all the news here. Uh, Ed, in our first bit of news, uh, beauty may be in the eye of the beholder, but the eye of the beholder was in the possession of our town hero, Natalie, uh, as she returned from a wonderful adventure. Uh, but uh, that's not our highlight story for the day. Broseph, tell them what our highlight story is for the day. Oh, the Jim. Jim. That's right. Jim. Jim. That's right. Oh, God, it's Jim. It's Jim. It's always been Jim. In fact, while Natalie may be the hero of chicken, the hero of our hearts will always be Jim. Dumb Jim. But not for long. Because today, dumb Jim. In fact, come here. Jim, come over here. It's time for your announcement. Dumb Jim isn't there. Right. Well, if dumb Jim's going to flake on this interview, I'm going to have to announce it for him. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, people of the crowd, and there's like two people, but a lot of chickens, okay. a lot yeah, of chickens. Fade, fade, out from is, the announcement, fade out from the announcement to cut back to a yep. few hours earlier in um, Dungeon's yep. room. Um, and Leap's just sort of going, what the hell? Oh, okay, this is, no, I think I know what I have to do to get onto this next Leap and get my memory, but I don't really want to, but I have to do it. So gets a sheet of... Um, parchment or whatever passes as paper in this village um and starts <laughs> staples are actually just chicken's feet um and 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 starts writing um dear Dudderbro and brosif um i am writing to let you know that i have uh taken in my own adventure into the tomb of horrors um I expect it will be dangerous. Uh, if you would like to join me, that would be great. I could use your assistance and company. Um, yours sincerely, Dumb Jim. And on writing Dumb Jim, crosses it out, scrunches it up, starts again. Um, bro, <laughs> Brosif, pauses for a while. Deep sigh onto tomb. Um, Jim, <laughs> and uh, leaves that note um, uh, on the doorstep, I guess, of um, Dada Bro and Broseph, who I presume share a, a house. Yeah, well, I think that note is currently uh, in in Brosif's possession as um, as Dudabro is about to start making an announcement. Brosif, you're you're like, oh, you notice that there's there's this <laughs> parchment that has been kind of jammed in one of your pockets, and you open it and you see this this message um, from Jim. So uh, I'll let I'll let you handle that and inter interrupt. <laughs> Dudderbro is he um, is making filling ear time, I suppose. And this wonderful, wonderful announcement that big, big dumb Jim is going to be making, which will change oh. the lives of everyone oh. 
in this uh, village. Truly uh, the greatest of all of us. Hey. Truly a man whose heart hey. could not get larger in hey. the big chest that he already has. Uh, uh, bro, bro. Sorry, I'm getting a note from my producer. Uh, oh, I'm a producer. Awesome. Uh, wow, such responsibility. Um, I found this, and I think it's from... I mean, I, I didn't think Dumb Jim could write, but, like, it says it's from Dumb Jim. My God, who wrote this note for Dumb Jim? Some of the letters uh, are, tech, are, are written backwards for effect. I, but also, <laughs> like, badly, well done, but badly. Well, you know... Yeah, it's the eye, but the eye and the eye is backwards, so it just looks like a normal eye. So, uh, this says that he's gone to like that d- that d- devil hole. What? The devil hole? I was just going to say that he was going to find Mrs. Partridge's Australorp that she'd lost several days ago, but uh, the hole. Yeah, should we like make sure he's not dead? I mean, this wouldn't be the first time, but. Um... Yeah, right. Uh, look, uh, we're going to have to do a really, very quick interlude. Uh, I'm going to pass it on to our breakfast crew, uh, and we're going to get uh, some more live on them. Uh, we'll be back in just a second once we figure out what's going on with Dumb Jim. Over to you. And it, uh, yeah, he, he throws a rock into the chickens, and the chickens just start like scattering. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a smoke cloud, but with chickens. Yeah. Jen, Jen is shaking her head with disappointment as you um, disappear in a cloud of chickens, and uh, we'll cut away from the cloud of chickens to Jim standing in front of the great green devil mouth in the light of morning the warning tomb of horrors sign has been stood up again and uh in front of you there is just a dark opening circle where the the mouth of the devil face lies leap in the body of dumb jim we're about to wind up for the episode so uh you tell me what our last image is going to be so it's um Big, broad-shouldered man. Absolutely no business being there. Um, quite purposefully standing in front of this big gaping hole. Uh, it's dusk, so there's sort of the the well, not, not dusk. Um, uh, dawn. Uh, the twilight of the dawn. Whatever the words are, it's it's early light. <laughs> and Sunrise. thank you. <laughs> Dumb Jim's getting infected by the <laughs> contagious. Um, and he's holding a shovel. Um, couldn't find any other weapons in Dumb Jim's house. Um, and so his shoulders up, sighs, trudges into the hole, and quiet muttering under his breath. This is just gonna get me better get me to the next place faster. I'm just uh, get this nice. <laughs> and Jim. as Jim disappears into the darkness of the great green devil mouth at the tomb of horrors, we will end our episode, the first part of this story. Um thank you to everybody for uh taking part. Thank you, Stephen. Welcome. And of course, thank you to our amazing, um, amazing presenters, our town crier, uh, Dudderbro, played by Tom Adams. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Walk. <clears throat> and uh, Brosif, the producer. Thank you very much, Brad. <laughs>
Oh Emotion drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you actually level you, up now. You're level two. You've got it now. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, I can't wait to see what happens next. Uh, it might be a very short episode. We'll find out next time <laughs> on Dungeon One League. does not simply walk <laughs> into the Tomb of Horrors. <laughs> I think you'll find that one simply just did. A simple one. This was Dungeon Leap, The Leap of Horrors, with Tom Adams, Brad Zimmerman, and Stephen Youngblood as Leap, featuring Jules Bergeser as the mysterious voice. Thanks to Alexi Action for music and Nomi Kubomi for sounds. If you've just discovered us with Dungeon Leap, check out the Diceratops Presents archive. So much cool stuff there. And right now there's a huge favour you can do us. If you are enjoying the show, please do the five stars, the social post, the... A review oh my gosh a review that stuff is incredibly helpful in so many ways thank you thank you Diceratops is proud to be part of Kemu Fakato or Aotearoa Kiwi RPG say hi on the socials we're Diceratops NZ we sometimes do emails sign up for those at our website Diceratops.nz I am Morgan Davey we are Diceratops we love games and our shows are for everyone <laughs>